Hey, everybody. Welcome to Connecting Cannabis, brought to you by Razzle. I'm your host, Brian Holler. Hope everybody's doing out well, uh, well out there today. Uh, today, I'll be speaking with um, Cannabis Works co-founder and health and wellness director, Shelly McKay. Uh, she is here with us. Shelly, how are you today? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. My pleasure. Um, so let's hop right on into it. Um, what's Cannabis Works? So Cannabis Works is a, a licensed dispensary in Santa Ana. We uh, were a medicinal dispensary first, and now we operate under um, Prop 64. And um, so, yeah, we were one of the legal 19 dispensaries in Canada, in uh, Santa Ana right now. Very, very cool. Um, how long have you guys been around? We opened in February of 2018. We were one of the last ones to open. There you go. Very good. Um, full disclosure, I've been there. It's fantastic. If you have a, a chance and you're in the area, please check out Cannabis Works in Santa Ana. It's a lot of cool. It's very, Thank very you. well constructed. A lot of good stuff there. Um, speaking of which, um, you guys put a high premium, uh, obviously you're the co-founder on, you know, health and wellness, uh, educating folks around that. Um, I, if I recall correctly, there's even a, um, like a meeting room or a conference room in cannabis works where you sometimes hold workshops and things. We do. I mean, sadly, I'll, you know, we're not using it right now, but obviously. we have a conference room in the back of the dispensary called, we call it wellness works. And that's where we do hold a lot of our different education gatherings, um, and meetings. But, um, you know, I think most, just to, just to back up and give you an, um, you know, history of why we did what we did. Um, the owners, we'd, we'd worked in the cannabis space and, um, Back in 2012, before I was in cannabis, um, I had a friend that was diagnosed with um, esophageal cancer stage four. And, uh, you know, the doctor had said he had a few months to live and get his affairs in order. So uh, my husband and my friend Eddie, uh, they decided that they'd heard about Rick Simpson oil. So they started growing back in 2012 and 13 and then creating this, this oil just extracted from the plant. And so um, Eddie would take this oil every day along with the other treatments that he was doing and he he managed to outlive his diagnosis by three years and so right then and there i mean i knew that cannabis was helpful for um you know at least the side effects that he was experiencing from different things he was doing with them um, his treatment Absolutely. but um and then personally you know once i started to work with cannabis and then i started working with a company in northern california that would sell ratioed oils um under prop 215 basically um you know it was doctor referred and so when I started working with all of these patients as a cannabis coach myself, this was back in 2016 and 17, I definitely saw the benefit of cannabis as medicine. Um, you know, people were not only using it in these like terrible situations where they had glioblastomas, you know, and maybe the oil, I never saw any sort of cures with these oils because they did this Rick Simpson protocol. So I never saw that, but I would see an improvement to their life. And the, the family members would say that, like, thank you so much more for this time that we have had, um, you know? And so when I, when I then saw the benefit of cannabis oil as, you know, more of a medicinal product, I started using it on myself. Mm -hmm. And I, for a few years uh, from 2013, to um, 2017 had five orthopedic surgeries and because I was a gymnast I mean I had a lot of like reasons why you know my body was kind of failing but so I had gone in for neck surgery shoulder elbow knee I mean it was surgery after surgery and you know you get on that 
that wheel, that little hamster wheel of, you know, they're going to give you anti-inflammatories first and try with a cortisone injection. And then after that, um, yeah, it, it's just, it's a, Michael. and then finally to surgery, then to PT, you know? And so I felt, I found myself like on this wheel. It was like, what is going on? My body is breaking down. I was in my, you know, mid thirties and, um, it was just, it was horrific. And so even like with the pharmaceuticals I was on, it was, it was causing a lot of other issues, not just helping with pain, but causing like GI issues. And I had to take then, you know, whether it was like a, you know, a Tums or, or something for my stomach every day, just because of the anti-inflammatories were so harsh. So when I started then using oils, ratioed oils on myself, you know, I'd started with a CBD rich product and then I would change to like a one to three or one to four, but I saw that I could use these products in substitution of these pharmaceuticals that I was taking. So, I mean, as a result, years later, that's what I use for my own health conditions. Mm -hmm. You know, I still have bulging discs, so I use um, CBDA for nerve pain. You know, there's a lot of different cannabinoids that can be used for a lot of different reasons. So when I personally witnessed like what these cannabinoids could do for health, that's when I knew, um, you know, as we were waiting to open the dispensary, we knew as a team, we wanted to open it as a medicinal shop. I mean, even though we, you know, we have a medicinal license, because when it went to Prop 64, you know, I think the medical patients fell by the wayside. You didn't need a medical rec to go into stores anymore, but we still saw it as, you know, medicine. And um, that's what we set out when we opened the dispensary. We wanted to definitely promote it as a health and wellness tool um, to supplement your endocannabinoid system. And that's the education we want to give everybody every day when they walk in the store. Yep. And you do a great job of that. You can really feel that when you walk in the place. And then obviously, you know, your, um, you know, the people working there have, um, you know, kind of that back a little bit of knowledge so they can help you and assist you in that regard as well. Um, And, you know, uh, it's interesting because as you well know, not all dispensaries, you know, um, have that as kind of a premium or as a core part of their culture, you know, that sort of thing, which I really do think makes cannabis work stand out in a good way. Um, You know, uh, I you can hear the passion in your story. And thank you for sharing, of course, your Mm -hmm. personal story with us. Um, And one thing I really took from it is just you have this huge and from talking to you prior to this, you know, you have a huge passion for destigmatizing the plant overall. And I'm sure that everybody at Cannabis Works probably shares that philosophy. Could you speak to that a little more? Definitely. So um, as we all know, this plant has been stigmatized for many, many years historically. Um, It was used as medicine and taken out of pharmacopoeia in 1937 with the passage of the Marijuana Tax Act. So it had been used as medicine. And then for the federal government then to say, you know, in 1970, when Nixon put it on the CSA, which made it Schedule One, to say that it has no medicinal value and that um, you know it, it is not it's not even looked at as something that could help with anything, I find that just so so ignorant and contradictory and and almost nefarious that we're being told that now you know so well, at this point, as far I mean, as it's safe to say that it is you know it, I mean we've we've certainly seen enough to know mm-hmm. that that's a, a pretty big misnomer that's a pretty big um, right omission. Right, right. And, you know, um, so as far as destigmatizing, you know, you've got many generations that have been told that this plant is, is horrible, yep. you know, and so uh, the largest growing demographic coming in the store 
is the senior population. And they're typically, you know, on so many different medications that they're looking to just substitute one for sleep or one for pain because they're finding that their opiates are no longer helping their chronic pain and they're having a host of other issues. So we work also with different doctors and um, client, uh, different, um, uh, we work with a company called Neomedic that works with seniors that, you know, if they want to explore getting off of all their medications, we refer them to them and then they come back to us for certain medica- uh, oils, you know, ratio oils and sure. or maybe some edibles. Sure. But, you know, I think it's very important that we all destigmatize this plant because, you know, um, I see it as the most, one of the most beneficial plants on this earth as far as just how many things it can help, you know, and it's not, it's not a magic cure-all, it's not snake oil either, but there's reasons, there's reasons, there's cannabinoids, there's terpenes, there's other compounds in this plant that people just don't understand yet. Right. Yeah. And I mean, destigmatization, you know, it needs to happen on a lot of fronts. Like, yeah, there's the kind of propaganda marketing, you know, angle that you're talking about where you know, for gener- a few generations, especially older folks now who were really, really indoctrinated into this, like, you know, cannabis is evil and are, you know, and it's going to hurt you and, you know, all this sort of, sort of stuff, which, you know, that alone, like that, um, at least that has been, I think, proven to be like mm, a little bit, uh, you know, misguided um, at the very least. And I think I'm being a little gentle there. Um, but, but anyhow, it also goes to the education piece. Like you just mentioned cannabinoids, right? Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people don't, you know, really understand that there's so many facets of this plant that are only beginning to be uncovered and explored. You know, everybody sees the big, you know, CBD. Oh yeah, that helps me and I don't get high from it. Or THC, that helps me and I get a little bit of a, you know, mental state and stuff. And there's benefits to that on a lot of fronts. Um, uh, but there's so much more to it. Could you maybe talk a little bit about kind of cannabinoids and what people are kind of discovering and what you think is going to happen moving mm-hmm. forward? Mm-hmm. So, um, as of now, um, the scientists that are studying this plant, because there's quite a few, uh, there's at least 113 cannabinoids that they that they think are in this plant, over 500 compounds. Yep. So, um, you know, obviously you've heard of CBD and THC, sure. um, but then there's the acid forms of CBD and THC. There's CBDA and THCA, which is the way it grows um, naturally on the plant. So what's interesting about the acid forms is that they're therapeutically valuable as well, but they also do not um, cause psychoactivity. Um, They're a little bit more stimulating, but, you know, CBDA, they have found that um, the acid form of CBD is what they call a selective COX-2 inhibitor. So that simply means that it's going to help with pain the same way a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory would. So that's what I have substituted entirely for Advil or Aleve um, for me personally. Sure. That's something that I use. And um, But they're also studying CBDA for its um, anti-cancer benefits with breast cancer. And I mean, it's been studied for a lot of different reasons. Also, it's great as, um, you know, anti-nausea. It's, it, it works even better than um, uh, some of the other cannabinoids. Um, but THCA is great in that they're looking at it for neuropathic pain, but they're also, um, you know, it's, it's non-psychoactive, but um, neurodegenerative issues are responding to THCA. Right. So, um, but then, you know, there's other cannabinoids. Uh, the two most exciting ones besides the ones I just talked about, um, CBG, cannabigerol. 
cannabigerol is basically the grandmother of all cannabinoids. It's, it's, it's where they come from, you know, they originate from. So CBG, um, you know, a lot of different uh, chemovars out there, uh, cannabis chemovars, they're not very high in CBG, but CB, because you typically have to harvest early for CBG. Okay. But so now it's, um, you know, you don't see as much CBG in the cannabis space only because the people cultivating for the cannabis space are cultivating for high THC and CBD. Right. But you will find it outside of dispensaries, but CBG is an incredible cannabinoid. I work with a doctor who uses it primarily with her cancer patients um, for its anti-proliferative or anti-cancer effects, but also um, it's great for um, anxiety. Yeah. Um, you know, CBD is another cannabinoid that people um, like to use for anxiety simply because it, it does, it attaches to your serotonin um, receptor. But CBG, CBG has been, um, I personally think CBG is better for anxiety than CBDA, but you know, everyone's endocannabinoid system is different. So how you respond is going to be different. But you know, there's, there's quite a few um, other cannabinoids. There are CBN, CBN yep. is um, basically, uh, it's THC that has been oxidized over time. So you, um, you know, your THC is gonna convert to CBN over time. And then CBN is thought to be um, much more sedating than just Delta 9 THC. So that's being used in a lot of different sleep products and sleep formulations of CBN. Um, another cannabinoid, THCV, tetrahydrocannabibarin. THCV um, is being studied for um, type 2 diabetes, um, for insulin resistance, and also um, for yeah, metabolic. So well, not today. What's that? Yeah, yeah. I mean... Yeah. There's a study done. I, I don't want to uh, butcher this or get it wrong, but anyhow, there was there there was a study released, and they reported on it today about you know could cannabis help diabetes? Yep. Right. No statements were made, but it was just, and that's the cannabinoid they were pointing to. They're definitely studying it. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and also, um, it it is what uh, w when you have cannabis that has high amounts of THCV, it's known to be more appetite suppressing. That so you know so we have we have a couple products in store that are high in THCV. We have a tincture, and then we also have you know um, they do pre rolls and vape pens. But um, we have one customer that's been using one of the vape pens, which is high CBD and THCV. The name of the company is Doug's Baron that puts it out. Mm -hmm. But she came back saying after she had used it for a few months that um, her cholesterol had dropped. Yeah, so. I you know, this is just anecdotal feedback yeah. I'm getting. It's not because I'm saying it's going to do this, but when customers come back and say, I, this is the only thing I've been using and this has changed my life, you know. I can only talk to so many people who've dealt with cancer, had family members deal with cancer, and all of a sudden they're like, you know, well, this actually helped my appetite when they were on chemo or uh, right. mitigated pain a little bit, you know, et cetera. I mean, you can only hear that so many times before you got to go, okay, I think there might be something here. Might be something, right? You know? Yeah. Uh, and clearly there's more than something because you've staked uh, your whole career on it, obviously. So here you are. Uh, and you're succeeding as you should. Um, you know, uh, Shelly, I, gosh, I could talk to you about cannabinoids and, uh, and how the plant's evolving all day long. But of course, we have a little bit of a time limit here. Um, we're definitely going to have to have you back again to talk more uh, about the, the science of the plant and the health and wellness benefits of it. Um, you know, Razzle, we really seek to be a, a, a hub for bringing uh, this kind of information to everyone. Um, a lot of people look at us, so, oh, well, you guys help cannabis companies raise capital and, and you help investors find good opportunities. Well, 
part of good opportunities is uh, people who are doing things uh, in a forward-thinking way that are looking to educate folks, that are looking to teach, uh, especially people from the outside looking in, of which there are many right now, um, to kind of show that there's so many facets to this uh, space and there's so many different ways that uh, cannabis is going to evolve. And um, health and wellness folks uh, like yourself are going to be such a key vital cog uh, to all this. So Shelly, I want to thank you so much for joining me on Connecting Cannabis today. And I look forward to doing it again soon. I look forward to uh, being on the show again. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. My pleasure, Shelly. Have a great day. We'll talk to you very soon. Catch us next time, everybody.